Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Tonight, we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. First up, we have J-Hope featuring J. Cole. This song is called On the Street. It also comes with a music video. We will get into all that. NYC in the house. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Our boys Cravity have a new comeback. It's called Masterpiece. The single is called Groovy. We'll talk about that. Obviously, bias chat. Obviously, album picks. All the fun stuff. And a group we're familiar with, we haven't talked about on the podcast yet. Well, tonight that changes. They're called Only One Of. Their comeback is called Soul Collection. The single is called Soul Drift. And finally, Monster X, our favorites, our men. They have a reality show. It's had a couple episodes. We'll get into all the fun funness with that. Of course, Emily has news for you. As always, a fun quiz. All the fun things. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well this week, Charity. How are you? I'm good. I love all the good music. I love Monster X. That always makes me happy. So I'm happy. Yes. It's been a minute since we've had a Monster X reality show. This one's special because they're producing it. It's their idea. They're deciding what they want to do and how they're going to do it. And it it feels really different than most of the K-pop reality shows. Yeah. I, I can't wait to talk about that. For those of you that follow our social media, We had more on the slate for this week, but we wanted to be fair and really be able to talk about each new release without rushing. So for that reason, Onu will be on next week's episode. I know a lot of you are waiting for that review. Don't worry. We're going to do it next week. He released a really full album. There's a lot of music and content. So we wanted to give him enough time. We wanted Mm -hmm. to respect that release. So I just want to give you guys a quick update on that. But I'm so excited to talk about the J-Hope, only one of, finally, we're going to discuss the boys on this podcast. And of course, Cravity, welcome. Welcome to the Loyal Queendom. Thank you for joining us for yet another week. It's week 146 of Emily and Charity talking about (laughs) (laughs) K-pop. Oh, just 146 weeks. No big deal. (laughs) You know. Almost three years straight. (laughs) Three years straight. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Um, Thank you for joining us. We have the best listeners in all of podcasting. We appreciate you. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I just mentioned, we do this every week. New episodes drop on Fridays. If you'd like to follow us on social media, NYC K-Pop Queens. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We post different content on each one, so feel free to follow us on both if you'd like. Slide into the DMs. Say hello. Let us know your alt, who you're listening to. We really just love making friends with people who are passionate about K-Pop, genuinely. So please don't be shy. We love to hear from you. Speaking of our queendom, let's get to it. It's time for some poll results. Every week we post poll questions on Twitter. We just want to pick your brains and know what you're vibing with or get your opinions on K-pop related things. This week we have varied questions for you. Okay, so last week we talked about Stray Kids. Stray Kids Japanese first full album, The Sound. Charity and I both loved it. Most of you know that we really love Stray Kids. They haven't let us down yet. We thought that was another stellar release. But it got us thinking about their Japanese singles because the sound was great. Yeah. But remember Circus? That was oh, also yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So we asked you, what's your favorite Stray Kids Japanese single? Charity, before I give the results, which one of those songs would you pick? Circus or The Sound? They both were great, but I got to go with Circus. 
Same. I loved that song. Loved. Yeah, I still same. love that song. That's like that's in my top ten probably for Stray Kids releases. Yeah. I love Circus. Queendom is with us. Fifty nine percent of you voted for Circus. Forty one percent the sound. And the sound's a great song, but Circus was great, just special. Yeah. It was really cool. Next, this was um, I saw an article pop up on a K-pop site about people were talking about the ideal number of members in a K-pop group. So we thought we'd take it to the masses and ask our queendom what you think. What are the, what's the ideal number of members that you would put in a K-pop group? Your choices are four, five, seven, or eight plus, eight and over. Charity, what would you pick? I'm going to go with five. Okay. I like five, but I'm going to go with seven because I think for the dramatic dance formations and staging mm. of K-pop, it gives mm-hmm. you a lot more options and you can still do really cool like V formations, symmetrical things. Uh, I think seven might be the secret. Queendom's with me. 70% said seven. Nice. 26% chose five. Mm. 4% chose eight plus, uh, which gets kind of surprising because a lot of groups are eight and over. Yeah. And then 0% chose four members. Not feeling it at all. Minimum of five members for our queendom. <laughs> totally understandable. Mm-hmm. And then this is our last question. Which new project resonates with you the most? J-Hope and J-Cole, Cravity, Onu, or Only One Of? Remind me at the end of the episode, Charity, okay. Uh, okay. to give your answer. But this was a close one. 36% of our queendom voted for Cravity. Hmm. 32% chose J-Hope and J-Cole. 20% chose only one of. And 12% chose Onu. Interesting. Yeah, interesting results. Uh, again, we're going to have Onu next week. So don't worry, all of you shiny fans, everyone that's wanting to talk about that. We got you. It's going to be on next week's episode. Thank you all so much for voting. If you'd like to participate, make sure you're checking out our Twitter. Those usually go up Sunday, Monday, even Tuesday, we'll post a question. So NYC K-pop Queens. Speaking of our queendom, we see where you're listening from. And we just want to say we see you and we love you. We appreciate you. So specific queendom shout outs to our listeners in El Paso, Texas, Bar Harbor, Maine, Santa Cruz, California. Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Thank you so much for listening. Satima, Japan. Ajman, UAE. We see you. Uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Love you guys. Bern, Switzerland. Cambridgeshire, England. We want to give a special shout out to our Japanese stays. You guys all showed up for last week's episode. We appreciate you. So much support from stays in Japan. Thank you so much for listening for your support of the show and for Stray Kids. Stray Kids have amazing fans. So shout out to you guys. Also a special shout out to all of our listeners in Korea. We see you. We have people listening from Seoul. I don't know, Charity. Could be some special people. I have a feeling. I think it is. <laughs> so uh, don't be shy. person it is. <laughs> don't be shy. Please, seriously, please feel free to reach out. We'd love to know uh, who's listening, who you are. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. Let's get to the episode. We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. Up first, J-Hope from BTS. He doesn't need an introduction. Uh, We (laughs) give introductions to most of the acts we review on here. J-Hope is a legend at this point. J-Hope teamed up with the rapper J. Cole 
for the single On the Street. This is his goodbye single. His label announced that he's preparing to enlist. So I thought this was an interesting collaboration and I can't wait to talk about it. Charity, what did you think? I loved it. It's so laid back and so just effortless. I love the old school hip hop beats and how smooth like Hobie's vocals sound with it. And I love when he sings. I love his singing voice so, so much. I thought J. Cole's rap was so good. And I loved um, when he was talking about, like, the creation of the universe, those mm-hmm. lyrics specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the way that he phrased it and said it, it was oh, it's poetry. Like, it was perfect. Um, it's a great song. I loved it. Like, it's not – there's not a bunch of different dynamics, but no. it is not necessary. It's just no. – this most effortless, like, just effortless. That's just the only way I had to describe it. It's just so easy. Just easy. I loved it. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah. Forgive me if I'm long-winded on this one, but I, I also loved it. This has so much significance. BTS fans know they covered, they sampled J. Cole's Born Sinner. In 2013, like, shortly after they debuted, they released a song called Born Singer on SoundCloud. So they rewrote the lyrics, but it was like to the same music as Born Sinner from J. Cole. It was never released like officially till last year. It was on proof. J. Cole approved it and the other songwriters. J-Hope has never been shy about how much he appreciates him. He's mentioned him in his verses before. So this is a full circle moment for J-Hope. He got to work with his Mm -hmm. idol on his final song. And it really works. It just feels so authentic and so, like you said, effortless. Um, I love that whistle, the guitar strumming, great beat. I appreciate the scratches, classic hip-hop sound, right? Mm -hmm. J-Hope's flow is so good. He's so rhythmic and he's like always in the pocket. And I don't know if people understand how hard that is as a rapper, but he, he never fails. It doesn't matter the tempo of the song lyrical content he's always in the pocket this rhythm and vibe again feels so natural it's perfect the lyrics are kind of full circle and I like it when he says my walk was made of your love and faith it's a reflective song about where you came from and where you're going love that it feels um a little heavy and a little bittersweet but also joyful and I think he he brings that vibe J. Cole when he comes in oof I love his voice. I love the, like, um, what would the word be? The resonance of his voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's so powerful. And I thought his bars, what you were talking about, he does this whole thing kind of about God and the universe, about a friend who's smart but stupid because he believes that God isn't real because uh, there's no way to prove it. And then he talks mm-hmm. about, like, it, if, like, as if the universe isn't enough. As if the volcanoes aren't enough. As if the birds don't chirp. He goes into this whole thing. It's really cool. It's cool because it's him. Each of them are sharing their story and their journey. And for him, you know, he's emphatically stating that God's been beside him in the whole thing. And the way that he wrote that and the way that he conveyed that message, it's just, it's so well done. Like, no matter what you think, it's just really well done. I really liked it. I really liked it. 
Massive shout out to J. Cole. When he does those harmonies, you know, before they launch into the final chorus, Mm -hmm. Cole is singing. I was like, is that him singing those cool harmonies and stuff in the background? It's a great sound. Um, And it was surprising. I love it. Love it. The whole song feels like it's that moment when you celebrate where you are and how you got there. Yeah. And like now you're it's you're like ready exhale. for the future. Yeah. It, it's a fitting goodbye from J-Hope. Yeah. Authentic. Everything. And, and, you know, I have to say, like, with all of the releases that the BTS guys have done, solo releases, J-Hope stuff is my favorite by far. Same. By far. And he's never been my bias. He's not my wrecker. Same, yeah. I think his stuff, it's authentic and emotional and he pushes boundaries and he's unexpected and he's unafraid he to me is a real artist and I'm sad that we're not going to get new stuff from him I know or tour yeah this is it's a blow more than I was expecting uh for me again because you know in these groups you have your favorite members and it doesn't mean you don't like the other members but there's you feel maybe a little bit more emotionally connected to your bias um, I always loved J-Hope and thought he was super talented. But in the past couple of years, and definitely with the release last year, I'm like, oh, no, no. I think musically this is my favorite member. And now it's like not even close. Massive shout out to J. Cole for doing this with him. Uh, when they met at Lollapalooza last year, J-Hope could barely speak. You know, it meant the world to him. And it's so cool that he created this song and asked J. Cole if he wanted to do it. He said, and I'm going to quote, like, I think this was from Variety, with On the Street, I wanted to get closer to my contemporaries, people like me, as we live through the same age. I wanted to share kind of down-to-earth hope and comfort. Perfect. You did it. And I also love the idea of, like, his contemporaries. Like, J. Cole is a contemporary for Mm J-Hope. A lot of these other people that are featured on their music are not. (laughs) And aren't who they would choose. J-Hope wouldn't choose me. That person isn't his contemporary. He knows yeah. J. Cole is. I think that's so cool. I think that's so cool. But as an artist, he knows himself well enough and sees himself in other artists. And and I would completely agree with that. Uh, and, he, and he said, like, you know, J. Cole really put his heart and soul into telling his story. Um, and he was really moved by his verses. And my favorite part, he said he cried when he heard j cole say his name on the track oh right when j cole said j-hope cole world he cried it was a full circle moment for him yeah that's all you can ask for you know he's he's going out his kind of goodbye song before military enlistment he's working with one of his heroes with somebody he sees as a peer and really respects and idolizes and J. Cole told him the song was fire and then he name drops him in the song. Like you can't ask for much more than that. They created an amazing project together. Uh, So I'm just so happy for him and proud of him. And I think for armies that maybe aren't familiar with J. Cole, this opens up him to a larger audience. He's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. He's not, he's not really into the politics of the music industry because otherwise I think he'd be like, way bigger because he's super talented and he has you can tell just in his verse like he's he's a poet he's a great writer so you know this exposes him to a lot more more people but he posted like a great post too on friday he called him like hobie hung like can Uh i say that is am i doing this right like thank you so much (laughs) like he's just been really cool and respectful and i love seeing 
artists give these K-pop guys their flowers because I still think the music industry is so wrong when it comes to how they view and treat K-pop groups and artists. Mm -hmm. I love it when they actually respect them as people and as the talented artists they are. So shout out to J. Cole. Like, thank you for doing that for him. And thank you for helping on this amazing song. I loved it. That's my long-winded response. I promise I won't (laughs) talk this much the rest of the night, but the song meant a lot to me. Wait, now what about the music video? What did you think of that? Oh, it was great. It was great. Yeah. Uh, there's Easter eggs in it. Like one of the coolest things, that opening scene when they're in an alley, that's the same place that J. Cole shot the Simba music video off his debut. Oh, I didn't know Same that. exact so alley cool. in Cortland uh, in New York City. So that was cool. It was like, it was very simple. I thought that opening shot with J-Hope and the little boy and he like high fives him. That made me a little emotional. It made me a little emotional. It was like, you can take that in so many different ways, right? Like maybe he's seeing himself as a kid, uh, Mm -hmm. reminded of his younger days or, you know, just seeing a young kid and thinking about like how far he's come. Mm -hmm. I loved when he's dancing in the subway station. J-Hope started as a street dancer. This all just feels very full circle. Um, Cole on the rooftop with New York City in the back. Mm-hmm. And then I love when they meet up in the end. You know, that was nice. Oh. I will say the whole thing, it has me mixed emotions, right? Like I feel yeah. happy, but it's bittersweet and it's nostalgic. And then to have it take place in New York City, I know is important for both of us. Um, yeah, yeah. So it just felt really emotional watching it. Uh, strangely emotional. Like by the end of it, I was like, ooh. feelings and again it it doesn't (laughs) seem like a song you'd be feeling that way but it just it struck all the right chords with me what about you yeah I had very similar feelings um I loved it he's dancing and walking around New York City um the subway dancing just on the street him with the little boy like you it made me be like reflective of so many nights and day like just our all our years together in New York um, yeah. And New York before the pandemic was a very different place. So it just kind of made me long for those moments. Uh, and then, you know, when J. Cole's on the rooftop and you see New York in the background. And I just remember so many times before I moved to New York, when I would see New York in a movie, how like that kind of scene would just like, I'm going to move there, you know? Yeah. So it just was very... Uh, nostalgic for me as well and I love when when Hobie walks onto the roof and they're walking toward each other and they hug I was like oh (laughs) yeah I was really it's a fitting goodbye for a king you know yeah I I love I love it so much I think it's just a a really good project but yeah ooh, that New York nostalgia hits hard (laughs) it does it does yeah it's a Yeah. And and even those little scenes of him like coming out of the subway station and kind of walking, yeah. you know, those moments in New York are so special. Like so many of my favorite moments are walking in New York, listening to music. Um, yeah. No shade to LA. I'm really happy to be in LA now. I love it here. But there's a special time when you're young and you're chasing dreams. And I think being in New York at that time is so special. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, it clearly clearly resonated with us. Uh, why don't <laughs> why don't we play a clip uh, for the Queendom so you guys can hear this? This is "On the Street" by J Hope featuring J Cole. 
희망이 되고자 하연하고 태어 입은 마음 Was made up your love in your face 뭐가 불할 저 멀리서라도 나비가 돼 Just walk lightly whenever you want Go on hopefully wherever you want 누군가의 숨이 들어있는 거리 내 영혼과 영원을 담을 게 everywhere Every time I run Every time I run Every time I move As always for us Oh my god, this song is so incredibly good. Yeah, it's really, really good. And I like to the chorus. You can take that any which way you think. Like, it's for us. Like, it's always for us. That could be it's for younger me, me present, and future me. That could be it's like for my family and friends who helped me along the way, for Mm -hmm. my fans. You know, you can interpret that in any way that I think kind of fits what you're feeling so it, yeah it's just really well done it's a cool song I'm so proud of him but i'm also so sad i'm not ready not ready for j-hope to go like also i just don't understand it i think other people could have gone like First. why is he going yeah yeah mm-hmm. anyways <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> um no shade yeah but no shade, shade but shade <laughs> No shade, but shade. Uh, <laughs> also, like, he's released so many videos doing a dance challenge to this. So you guys follow him on, if you're not following him on Instagram, you're missing out. Because he's done this dance with, like, Jimin, Sugar V, uh, Seventeen, New Jeans, Jay Park, Lesser Theme. Like, he's he's doing it with everyone. It's so much fun That's to watch. Cute. V had so much swag. I will tell you, out of all of them I watched, I was like, look at Tay. Oh my God. <laughs> he, he was my he's my favorite so far, but a lot of good content from J Hope. So congratulations. This is an amazing song to leave us with. And I can't wait for you to get back. And I don't even want to see those pictures of enlistment and all that stuff. No, oh, no. Yeah. Nope. No. Let's move on. On that depressing note. <laughs> To start off the show with a lot of joy tonight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, when you're young and you have hope. But like, <laughs> <sighs> sorry. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> and he's gonna enlist. Like, I'm such a Debbie Downer. Uh, <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Let's move on because we're going to switch things up here. Cravity, for those of you who aren't familiar with Cravity, nine members, they debuted on Starship Entertainment in 2020. We have been following these guys since debut. We've reviewed, I believe, every comeback. We're on top of it. Um, A new EP is called Masterpiece. They gave us six new songs, including the single Groovy. Yeah, what did you think? It's like a funky disco pop dance track. Great baseline. It's one of those things that's like daring you not to dance, right? Like, yeah. I dare you not to dance. I dare you not to smile and get in a good mood by the time this chorus is over. I love Young's voice on the pre-chorus. Really clear, nice vocals there. And the back and forth between the vocalist and the rappers on that part is great. In both the first and second verse. Great chorus. So fun. Different members get to shine. I like the dance break bridge. It feels a little more like old school K-pop. I added this to my happy K-pop playlist. And, and then there's isolated vocals at the end, right? Like, it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I just think this is a great song. It's catchy. It's fun. It's happy. There's nothing wrong with it. Groovy, groovy is groovy. What did you think? 
Yeah, I loved it too. Uh, it's retro disco funk. It literally made me want to go roller skating, risk my yes. life and go roller skating. <laughs> the chorus is so catchy. I love the ooh, ooh, oohs in it. I love Sarah and Alan's rap. Mm. Gosh, I love their voices so freaking much. I like the tempo change at the bridge. I thought that was cool. And I love the sound of hitting the drumsticks. I thought that was cool. I like that sound. I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, when you yeah. Hit no, I know exactly about to like yep, go off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I really liked it. it. And it's a different sound for them. Yes. Yeah, I, I liked this. I thought this was fun. Yeah. What did you think of the music video? It- you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm Y'all trying, all right? Oh, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't lie. play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. It was really fun. Um, I loved all the different scenes they're in. So it starts off, they're like in an office set. Uh, they're all in gorgeous suits. They look very handsome. And I love how there's this one scene where they're like frozen in time. That was a really cool visual. I like the bright mm-hmm. color set where it looks like they're shooting a music video, all the colorful styling, you know, when they're in the press conference together, kind of being sassy. Um, and I like the dancing part where they're backlit. So you just kind of see the silhouette. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. But my favorite styling was when they're in the different colored suits at the end. Like yes. The oh, my God. Same. Same. Yeah, I love the suits. They look yeah. so hot. I'm like, yeah. please, wear a pink suit on a date with me. I Sign me up. I loved it. What did oh you Oh, my think? God. All day. All day. <laughs> yeah. Please. And seriously, I'd be so excited. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm stuck with these normals. <laughs> well, that's not going well, is it? Uh, <laughs> I can't. You guys, I can't do it. Like, I don't know how. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I thought that music video for Groovy, it was exactly what I wanted. It's fun. It's bright. It's cheerful. I think the concept was great. The whole concept, they're filming a music video, but they're the performers and also play the roles of like director, makeup mm-hmm. artist, music executive, photographer. They're playing the roles of everyone behind the scenes too. So this gives us moments of like, office stuff and suits as well as like handsome superstar idols you know it's it's a great concept and I thought they really pulled it off I agree with you like that last dance scene is my favorite and overall I love this choreography but those bright colored suits the stage and the lighting at the end it's just a great kind of finisher pure joy pure joy the songman's mint hair is really working for me I have to say that Mm. that is a great look dude yes I'm here for it. Yeah. Wubin kills it when he's center. So does Wanjin. Uh, I absolutely, though, love Hyungjun. He is so cute. And I love his attitude with the whistle choreography movement. Like, I really, <laughs> I started loving him when I was watching um, Starship Game Caters. I was like, this is like the cutest, sweetest 
person I've ever seen. I just adore him. And it turns out we share a birthday. So he's kind of like my bestie. Uh, Minhe looks great. Love the pink hair on him. Alan, Serum, they always have a great presence. You know what's interesting with Cravity? When did they get so hot, Charity? When, like the last, I feel like the last two comebacks, like, ooh, they've all looked really, really good. They've had a glow up in the past year They've or so. Grown for sure. Oof. I love this. I absolutely love this. I think it's they're not taking themselves too seriously. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel. They're releasing great music, a fun, really well done music video. There's nothing to dislike about Groovy. What, what about the about- album? Oh <laughs> Jinx. Uh, what about the album? What song stood out to you? I loved Batty and Light the Way. Girl, we are on it tonight. Same, same, same. <laughs> my, my album picks are Batty and Light the Way. So, oh my God, I love it. Let's talk about Batty Charity. Why did this one stand out? Uh, this is actually my favorite song on the album. It has a really cool rock sound. I love the electric guitar and just kind of like this bad boy energy the song has. And I thought Serum sounded so sexy during his rap. Like, oh, I love his voice. But I just love this, like, you know, Groovy's fun and, like, dance around. And this mm-hmm. song is like, the bad boys are here and, and I'm ready. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah. Now I'm here for it. Sexy rock beat. I love the melody in the, like, don't lose part. I'm not going to sing it, but there's a really cool melody there. <laughs> and then, like, the little whispered right now falling down. Those little things are so subtle, but really cool. Um, Songman comes in at the start of the second verse. Yes. I'm like, whose voice is that? Yes. His voice is killing me on this album. Uh, it's just a really cool song. Batty is a cool song. And you're right. They're giving us something different. Groovy, mm-hmm. happy, fun. They're the nice guys. Batty, sexy bad boys are here. I'm here yeah. for both. I like a well-rounded man. So I'm like yeah. totally here for both. <laughs> I do. Then we get, then we get this, this lovely emotional song. It's so time we for have a sentimental man. Yep. He's get, he gets emo behind closed doors, Charity. <laughs> he gets emo behind closed doors. Like the perfect man is these three songs yes. combined. We have figured it out. <laughs> Thank you, Cravity. Um, I like the ba- this ballad to end the album. I love any song where we can really hear them sing. And this mm-hmm. one was just, I just thought was really beautiful. Tae Young has a stunning note at around 150. It's like soft, but it has power and control. Uh, and I've got to be honest, like Cravity is often, often left off the discussion for best fourth generation vocalists, in- including yeah. me. Like I, I haven't included them. They have officially entered the chat. They're really talented, and I think they've had a chance to kind of show that off in this song and really with this comeback. Loved it. What did you think of Light the Way? Yeah, so beautiful. It was actually composed by Wubin. I love the chorus so much and the melody of how they sing Light the Way. Yeah. And how it's kind of layered under the rest of the chorus. I thought that was really cool. And just the fact that everyone is singing even the rappers. Mm-hmm. And I love yes. that we're seeing that more and more where we're not forcing the song to have a rap because we have rappers. Mm-hmm. We're letting them sing because they all can sing. And they can I just, all really sing. Right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. they all can really sing. Like not every song needs a rap. So I'm glad that we are realizing just because we have rappers doesn't mean that we can't let them sing when the song calls for it. Yeah. What a concept. 
But I loved yeah. it. I love that. I love they all sing. They sound so beautiful. Every last one of them. Such a good song. Well, it's also too like a perfect. We talked about last week. Like, I don't know if they really needed a rap verse in this song. And that happens a lot in K-pop. Yeah. You don't. And in a song like this, they didn't like kind of ruin it with a rap verse. Instead, uh-huh. hey, these rappers are trained singers. Yeah. Like you said, what a concept. Right. <laughs> and I love rap, but like when it's not, I like it when it's appropriate for the song. Uh, you don't just Same, put it in yeah. every single song. And yeah, I thought that this was great. This was a great comeback for Gravity. I yeah. love it. They're, they get better and better and better. Um, and they, they really seem to like gel as a group. I like the chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of them. I thought this was great. Well, it's, it's time, Charity, for bias chat. Um, yes. I'm guessing <laughs> that things have not changed because you've talked about this man quite a bit. But uh, <laughs> let's talk about it. Bias and Wrecker. <laughs> My bias and wrecker are still the same. Uh, Sarum is my bias and Alan is my wrecker. Okay. See, I go all over the place with this group. Sarum's like always <laughs> there for me, but my bias yeah. goes all over the place. This time, Sungman really stole me. Mm-hmm. Vocally, he kept standing out to me uh, on the tracks. And then I'm like, mint hair. Wait a minute. Who is this? <laughs> so as of now, he's my bias for this comeback. And then Serum's always like Wrecker. I think he's a great leader. He's yeah. when they did that dance break and he's center, he's a really powerful performer. He kills it. Alan is looking great these days. Shout out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're just they're great. I love them. I think they're just super talented. And this is Groovy's really good though. This is one of like for my happy playlist. This is like one of my favorite songs probably this year in that category of just happy, fun pop, you know? I think we should play a clip. Let's play a clip. Time to get in a good mood. This is Groovy from Cravity. What a fun, fun song. I love it. I love it. I love this comeback. Like, I, I wouldn't change a thing with, like, that music video. It's just, mm-hmm. it's really, really great. You guys, check out the music videos. Support Cravity. They're super talented. And I just, I genuinely love this comeback. This EP is really strong. It's, a, a, dare I say, a masterpiece. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, Okay, let's move on. It's time for our favorite segment of the show. You know what it is, Charity. Queendom knows what it is. Bang Chan from Straight Kids knows what it is. And of course I know what it is. It's quiz time. Gravity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at us. We're in a roll. Uh, yeah. Tonight's quiz, it's all about gravity. If you'd like to play along with us, there's a link in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We will also be posting this on Twitter so let us know your results. I will say last week's quiz was the best quiz we've ever taken ever in ever. our lives. Yeah. Um well, we now. both got our biases and we got our biases in like kind of one of our alt groups, alt biases. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. I wasn't joking when I was like, well, it's over. 
it's time to just pack <laughs> it in because we reached our goal. And I will say a lot of people, a lot of the queendom got amazing results as well. So that, yeah, that Mine's is the best okay. quiz we've ever done. Yep. Yeah. But we're going to be open-minded. Who knows? Maybe this yes. one will get us there. We're finding out tonight which Cravity member will be your boyfriend. Ooh, okay. time for a new I boyfriend charity. So perfect. We, we perfect. just move on quick on this podcast. Every week, new boyfriend. We do. We do. So many. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you ready, Charity? I'm ready. Question number one. Pick a year. 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002 or 2003? I'm going to go with 1999. To be different, I will go with 2000. Okay. Pick a nickname. Please, please forgive me for these pronunciations. Oh my God. I will try my very best. This, and also, okay. there's like a lot. Most of this quiz isn't this difficult, but this one's a difficult yeah. question. So just. And we yeah. know how much I love reading out loud. So, okay. <laughs> Um, Dongi, Younglei, Dong Juni, Kuromini, Ham Daji, Ruby, Mo Junku, Leone, and Duaji. Good job. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, anxiety. <laughs> um, <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go with Kuromini. I'm going to go with Ruby. Yeah, the, the, the easy one. Uh, okay. Well, I got an easier question. Which of these animals is your favorite? A penguin, a cat, fox, puppy, koala, lion, hamster, tortoise, rabbit. Puppy. I'm going to go with a fox because my puppy looks like a fox. He does. He's a little fox bear. Which song from The Awakening, written in the stars, is on your playlist? Gas pedal, Veni Vidi Vici, Chingalinga, Celebrate, Grand Prix, Dive In, or Go Go? <laughs> I liked Veni, Veni Vidi Vici, but I'm going to go with Go Go. I love Veni Veni Vici, so I'm going to go with that one. Okay, if your bias was to star in a K-drama, what mm. romance genre do you think matches their personality? A high teen romance, office romance, campus romance, historical romance, rom-com, or like a romantic fantasy? I'm going to go with office romance. I'll go with rom-com. Okay. Aside from being an idol, pick a profession that matches your bias's talents or personality. Songwriter, model, flight attendant, chef, baseball player, choreographer, footballer, a cafe or laundromat owner, or an illustrator. I don't know what matches my bias's personality. I would just say like, hmm, what would be cute? Baseball player. I'm going to say model. In which of these scenarios would you like to meet your bias for the first time? Ooh. At a fan sign? At a concert? The park? A photo shoot? A cafe? The gym? Music shows? A hair salon? Or a studio? A cafe. And then I'll say at the park. Okay. Pick a first date activity. 
a trip to the cinema, a stroll in the park, hiking, a visit to the zoo, a dinner date, a trip to the arcade, a jamming session at karaoke, games at the sports complex, or a picnic. It's lots of fun stuff on this, but I'm going to say karaoke. I'm going to say a dinner date. Pick a gift you would like to receive from your bias. This is the last question, everyone. A signed album, photo cards of all the members, <laughs> a handmade bead, a bouquet of flowers, a personalized keychain, tickets to a concert, headphones, a single rose, or a stuffed animal. Um, is it tickets to their concert or just tickets to any concert? It's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say tickets to a concert. We'll go together. I'm saying the same thing. Wait, can you imagine if like this was your boyfriend? He's like, I got you some photo cards of the guy in my group. <laughs> what? Oh, cool. He looks good. Like that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. No offense, no shade, no shade, no shade. But that would just that's just too funny. That's just like wow. Okay, who did you got? I got Whoopin. Shut up, so did I. <laughs> we answered mostly differently. Yeah, we had Did we one that was the same. The, the same. We, the concert thing oh. was the only same. We got moving. Jeez. He's There's a huge accurate. log like story written here too. Um, yeah. So this is a really detailed one. It's way too long for us to read on the podcast. Yeah. It, like tells yeah. you what like your date is like. Um, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I Do love Ubin. And if I remember yeah. correctly, you guys might not know this depending on how long you've been listening to the podcast, but I believe in <laughs> February of 2021. We did a special Valentine's Day segment where we picked two of our listeners and based on their astrology and blood type, we combed through every single K-pop group and found the one yeah. person that was most compatible with them. We did it for them and then we did it for us. And Wubin, I believe, was one of, the, one of mine that was the most compatible. Yeah. Chinese astrology, regular astrology, blood type, the whole thing. It was thing. fun. That was it, really it, was fun. Fun. it was yeah. fun. We may need to redo that. Uh, <laughs> I know. There's been a lot of groups that debuted since. There's been yeah. a lot of groups that debuted since. We yeah. might we might have to redo that one of these weeks where it's a slower <laughs> week. Maybe we'll pick some fans again, Charity. Mm. Two of you could have the opportunity to find out. I just remember like doing that. Like it was a lot of work <laughs> to comb so through. Fun, it was so fun. <laughs> oh it was like God. it was like a okay. spreadsheet. These are the same. They are same. 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 And then for our two listeners, we're like, these are your two. And then just so you know. Lucky winners. We both spent hours and hours and hours on that. Yeah. It was really fun. Uh, yeah. uh, anyways, well, that was a fun quiz. Let us know who your gravity boyfriend is. Charity and I have the same boyfriend this week. But um, I have a feeling we're going back to our boyfriends from last week, if I'm being honest. Mm. Because, yep. you know, we Always. can't share a boyfriend. I do love women, no. though. Women's, yeah. Yeah, he's great. And congratulations to gravity. This was a really great comeback. Proud of these guys. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. It's the, for the first time ever on this podcast. We are reviewing <laughs> only one of the six member boy group. They debuted in 2019 under 8D Creative. Interestingly, this group was originally seven members. Um, Love, their former leader, abruptly left in 2021. So they've undergone a lineup change. The new EP is called Soul Collection. Hmm. This EP has seven songs. The single is called Soul Drift. Charity, what did you think about this song? I liked it. It actually reminded me of NCT. Mm. Um, I like the intense instrumentation and like grungy rock influence it has. 
I thought the tempo changes worked well and made the song sound interesting, especially at the bridge. It's definitely a different sound for them, but I really liked it. What did you think? Yeah, I didn't. Okay, so I think this one has a hard edge, and I like mm-hmm. the distorted guitar with that hard beat. I would have maybe liked more melody and dynamics on the chorus. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, I get it, the the chanty, kind of chanting the words is really in, but I would have liked maybe something else, a little extra something. The build in the second verse is so good. I love the intensity there. And it's just that the chorus feels like a little bit of a letdown. Musically, though, I'm here for the verses. Sound is interesting. It works in parts. It kind of reminded me a little bit of a P1 Harmony track with that rock edge. Mm-hmm. But every vibe doesn't fit with every group on every song, and that's okay. This wasn't my favorite. I think there's songs on the album I liked more. It was just okay yeah. for me. What about the music video? Night scenes, dangerous, outside, like you know, colored kind of neon lights to set the mood and the tone, mm-hmm. tough guy looks and attitude, but we've got some crop tops. Um, <laughs> the visuals work well with the music. So I think visually it works with what the song sounds like. And that should be the goal of a music video. Like it's like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more choreography yeah, And I'm not sure I totally buy it. And that could be because I'm biased because I've seen a lot of their other stuff. And this is just very, very different from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if I totally um, buy this vibe for them, but I give them credit for trying it and for committing to it. What did you think? Yeah, very similar notes. Um, it was very like dark, you said, dangerous. Uh, you know, they're they're paired off. So two are in the laundromat, two are kind of driving through the city, two are in a coffee shop. And it's very different than their other music videos. I did like when they were dancing in the empty street and I liked mm-hmm. the dark red leather outfits with the crop tops. I thought that was kind of cool looking. I like the like twist jump choreography that they did in the air. That looked very difficult. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was it was different. It was I was really surprised by this from them just based on everything else they've released, but you know what, like you said, like they tried something different. So props to them for that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny cuz I feel like a lot of groups though, there's a pocket of a sound or a look that yeah. really fits. And you can go in and out of that, but you know it when you see it, when it works and when maybe it's not 100% great yeah so I think this doesn't totally work let's talk about the rest of the EP what songs stood out to you I liked Mirage Nobby and Dormar okay I liked Mirage Candy Bomb and Blue Blue Soul oh so different ones let's start with Mirage then we can go back and forth why'd you pick Mirage oh I love it it has like this jazzy feel especially the jazzy sand and piano that comes in during the rap verses and I love the like soft vocals and chill beat that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Now this sound, I'm like, this is a cool different sound. I, I liked it. What did you think? Yeah. For me, this song was so refreshing after kind of the loud soul drift. Yeah. This just felt like, all right. Yeah. I love this. It has a really smooth vibe, almost like a Calypso feel or something. There's mm-hmm. something there that feels very like, okay, yeah, chill. And it also showcases their vocals a lot more. And I think... That's where Soul Drift kind of let me down maybe the most is I didn't think we got to hear their vocals enough. This one, right after, it chills out and you really hear the voices. So 
maybe that's why it stood out to me, but it's just, a, it was a nice song. What's your next one? Nabby Nabby. I'm not sure how to say it. I thought that was just a really, really pretty ballad. I love the like softer, airier vocals and it kind of has like a nostalgic feel to it. Just really pretty. And then I liked Candy Bomb. And I actually think if you wanted to go for an upbeat song, up tempo, I would have made Candy Bomb the single over Soul Drift. It's more rhythmic. It feels more natural for them. And it has a much better hook. Plus that mm-hmm. bridge is fire. And then like that slowed down beat. It's just really cool. I thought this song was way better than Soul Drift. It's a, actually a really good song. I loved it. Uh, my last favorite is Doramar. It's actually um, an English version mm-hmm. of the song that they already released on a different album. This to me was my favorite song on the album. Okay. This has got a sexy vibe to it. The whispery vocals are really cool. It has a cool beat. It's just grown up. And the lyrics, uh, would you be the queen of my king size bed and losing all of my sanity through all of your curves immediately Charity. added to my playlist. <laughs> all right, Charity. Let's... Charity looks those dirty lyrics. Let's just keep reading out. It's just so funny because the only time Charity reads out lyrics, the only time, are when they're like dirty. It's something that's like sexy. Oh, I love these lyrics. Come to my king size bed. <laughs> very, very profound. Oh, this, he's a poet. Forgive J. Cole. This guy's inviting me to his king size bed. Yes. Oh. Why are you so funny? So, well, why are you so consistent? I just, I'm just calling it like it is. Got a real consistent one here, everyone. Well, I like it because I feel like not every group goes there with the lyrics. So I no, no, they don't. No, no, they sure don't. But the ones that do, imagine if there was a music video to that one where they were showing their chests. Might be too much. (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) On board, on board. No, I know. Whatever the listeners know, but I can't. I'm only teasing because we're both very predictable. Of course, yes. yes. If it's like really dark and depressing, I'm like, yep, I vibe with this. Uh, If it's slutty and sexy, that's Charity's vibe. If it's dark and emo, I'm like, oh, this song hits me. Um, We are so consistent. Oh my, consistent, consistent in what we like. I swear to God, Queendom, if you can imagine how much I laugh on the podcast with Emily, you cannot even deal yeah, with how I we are in real life. We ha- yeah, and we have to edit a lot out. Uh, like, Oh, we do. We do. Yes. Yeah. There's a reason we don't do it live because, oof. Uh, whew, yeah. Well, we could cancel and careers would be ruined. I know, uh, right? Oh, also, it would just be goodness. personally embarrassing, the stuff that comes out of yeah. our mouths. Um, and like four hours long. And four hours long, which... Yeah. That's a long time. Uh, I don't know. Queendom might vibe with it, but yeah, you know, yeah. We, we we try to keep it consistent with that too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, Back to um, professionalism. What was your next favorite song? <laughs> my song was "Blue Blue Soul." Uh, I this actually might be my favorite song on the album. It's an alternative pop sound that I think really works for them. It feels fresh and current, and it has that like sound kind of floating happiness when the pre-chorus comes in. I like whimsical songs like this. It's perfect for spring. This just to me felt like, yeah, this sounds like authentic 
they're in the pocket on this song. That's my favorite song on the album. It's time to get to our favorite topic when we talk about a new yes. group. I, I, I'm not sure who you're going to pick. I'm really not sure who you're going to pick. I know. Same. Uh, usually, I usually have like, it on you. Yeah. And with these guys, I'm like, I don't know where Charity is going to go with only one of. Okay. I'm going to throw out a couple names and see if one of these is your bias okay. or wrecker. Is nine your bias or wrecker? No. Okay. Mill. <gasps> He's my wrecker. Okay. Okay. I got one right. I got one right. Okay. Charity, who is your bias? My bias is Junji. Okay, I should have guessed that. I should have guessed that. That makes sense. So, and <laughs> and your wrecker is Mill. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, so for you, I'm going to guess that your bias, is it KB? No, it is not. <gasps> Yujung? <laughs> no, just uh. wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Just totally wrong in every way, shape, or form. Um, no, my bias is nine and my record's mill. My record's also mill. Oh, okay. okay. But my bias is nine. Nine's very handsome. Nice. Um, in one angle, he reminded me of Kyung Won, and I was like, <gasps> that's my man. <laughs> that is my man. Anyone that like slightly resembles Kyung Won, that's it. No fair. So, yeah. We were off on each other's biases, but hey, those, that wrecker, we share a wrecker. We share it. That happens. Yeah. That happens sometimes. I thought this was an interesting comeback. Mm-hmm. Only one of is really popular. They have really passionate fans, and we've never reviewed them, so we wanted to make sure to get them on the show and talk about one of their releases. Uh, interesting comeback. Some of it worked for me. Some of it didn't. Yeah, and quick shout out to Anji, who is a huge fan. Anji, yeah. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Anji. Anji loves only one of. Curious what you think about this comeback. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's play a clip so the Queendom can hear what we're talking about. This is the single from Only One of. It's called Soul Drift. like it um it doesn't feel like it's them but i do like that they tried something different always props for trying something different everything is going to work 100 yeah. percent. i don't love it it's not bad and i'm happy we yeah. got a chance to talk about them they have a really interesting catalog you guys should check them out if you haven't they're called only one of so we will definitely review their next release mm-hmm. let's move on it's time to talk about our boys monster x Mom's X has a new reality show. I don't even know what it's called. Is it called The Stand or something? Or was that just the name of episode one? I, I couldn't know. even figure it out. It it's wasn't just, clear. It's yeah. not fair because Mom's X produced the whole thing. It's their idea. They're the ones like saying what they're doing, what they're wearing, where, like everything. It's just what they want to do. So um, even the thumbnail, they're like, the thumbnail will be this and we're all going to be looking serious. They're very hands-on in it. It's a really fun production. So we've got two episodes to recap. Just so you know that these are free. They're on YouTube and they're short episodes between 20 and 30 minutes. So it's really fun to watch. Uh, Let's get into 
episode one. What stood out to you? Oh my God. This was so funny. So they start off that um, they're all on the beach together and they have to play a game to decide who's going to buy lunch for them and all the staff. So whoever the loser is of the game has to buy lunch for everyone. The premise of the game is too long to explain. It's really funny. What I do like is that they, I don't know how to explain it. I'll say it real <laughs> quick. Being long one. Everyone's credit card is taped to the back of one of the staff member cameraman people and whoever's credit card gets stolen first is the one that has to pay. So like if Charity's credit card was on the back of like the cameraman, I would chase that cameraman, grab her card. Now she has to pay. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for explaining. I'm not good at these things. I got you. What I thought was really funny is when they're running after the cameraman, they each have a mouth camera, which mm-hmm. is a really funny angle. It like cuts their face in half. Yes. It is hilarious. Then they add in sound effects of horses. It is, I was dying laughing. And they all decide that they want to go after Minhyuk's cameraman to make Minhyuk have to pay, but he's really fast. No one yeah, can catch him. Great. He's great. Yeah. He's really good. And um, then the one who did lose was Jew Honey. So Jew Honey had to pay. Um, but how funny were those camera angles? It was amazing. Like, it also seems really dangerous to run with these yeah, giant things the- in their mouth. Like, it's this thing that you put in your mouth and there's a camera at the end of it. So, like, if they tripped, you know, that would damage their mouth. My favorite thing about these reality shows with idols is there's always something dangerous that would never, ever happen here. Do you remember the Strike Kids one when they did a sword fight on ice? On ice! With the real <laughs> sword! Like, they did a sword fight on ice. Like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> well, these ones are having them run with these things in their perfect teeth sprinting on the beach this is a disaster luckily no one fell the camera angles were so funny i love that they're all giggling while they're doing it yeah i just really enjoy that they're producing their own show because they're doing what they want really my favorite part is that they're not made up most of them showed up completely bare face Mm -hmm. they wear whatever clothes they want which is black t-shirts and jeans black t-shirts and sweatpants they looked and felt so like down to earth and relatable and real. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's so smart. Uh, what else? So then they go and they eat and like they had to stand in line to eat at this place. And I loved it when they're like, I would never do this. And then they're once like, I would. Because like, I'm not into standing in lines. Like if you had to stand in line, I just Me don't want to go. I'm not going. Same. Like I'll go yeah. another time when it's not busy. I'm not going to go stand in line to like get into a restaurant. I don't care no, how we'll good the food like a different restaurant. Exactly. I don't care how good the donuts yeah. are. Nothing is that good for me to stand there time is like valuable no. like thank you no. same charity and i would yeah. never do that just so y'all know no. we're, we're not on that team and then i liked it when people <laughs> were like recognizing them and they're like oh thank you go subscribe to our videos <laughs> monster x thank you um oh. yeah then they play a game to see like who's gonna get which bedroom in typical monster x fashion there's three bedrooms each bed's like a double bed or a queen size bed mm-hmm. it's already clear they're not sharing a bed with anyone. So yeah, two people have yeah. to sleep on the floor. In K-pop groups, that's rare. Most of these guys are I always know. sharing beds with each other. Monster X, like, that's not happening. Um, yeah. So they played this game, and who lost? Jew Honey and I Am? Jew Honey and I Am lost. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was the bed arrangement. Then we have karaoke. I thought Episode two, random karaoke. <gasps> you pick a, a number, and the song comes on, and you have to sing it. I was on the floor laughing. I was 
laughing out loud and it takes a lot for me to really laugh out loud no you guys I was dead it was so so funny you have to watch episode two of the monster x reality show young one is always funny he's a sneaky assassin (laughs) you think there's nothing whatever and then he does like the most funny stuff so confidently but kian doing elton john (laughs) i could not with the foot movement yeah the the dancing in the voice (laughs) 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 what is this it was so funny and perfect oh i am was funny jew honey was super dramatic the whole thing it was really a great great episode uh hyungwon with a cute cat on his lap oh my gosh it was so cute he just has that energy that animals are attracted to calm assertive safe like yeah yes please that was really cute then they go to, like, the grocery store. Kian and Juhani lost, so they have to go to the grocery store and they have to buy all the food. It's interesting watching them at the market, how tall they are mm-hmm. compared to everyone else. I know. I always forget the idols are tall. It's just that, like, you don't realize because they're standing next to each other. Yeah. Um, but they both look really tall and handsome, like, out in public. I was like, whoa. Uh, I, and I like the dynamic between Juhani and Kian. I feel like we don't see them a lot. And it was yeah. fun to watch them spend time together. They're both really like friendly and outgoing i also like that they bought so much booze so i know there you go this is our group group. this is our group when you watch other groups go shopping (laughs) while they're on a trip i don't know they'll buy like normal amount of alcohol i don't even know what that is but these two loaded like an entire cart they're like well let's get this 30 pack of beer and then let's get like 12 of this (laughs) kind let's get some whiskey too what about soju i was like "Mm, all right they're gonna have a fun a fun weekend Monster X just come off so likable and genuine and down to earth. Mm-hmm. And like, this is great. I love this show so much. I'm so happy they're doing it. Mom, baby, you have to watch. You have to watch if you're not watching. And even if you're not, Mom, baby, and you kind of like Monster X, watch this because you're going to fall in love with them. Yeah. Warning. Loved it. Did I miss anything? No, no, it was perfect. Okay. We'll be back next week with episode three. New episodes come out, I think, on Tuesdays on YouTube. So watch for new episodes. Okay. SM Hybe, the saga that will never end. The drama (laughs) just gets worse and worse every week. Last week we needed a break. We're back. Bang PD went on like a little media tour where he said the interest in K-pop is fading in the West. Lies. Hybe has to save SM for the genre. He's being a good person by doing this because he's saving K-pop. Oh, he? Okay. Anyone can cherry pick <laughs> statistics that fit their narrative to be seen yeah. as the good guy. And that's what he is doing. And we see straight through you. Yeah. Straight through you. Picking uh, the, the things he cited, while technically true, are short-sighted and not relevant compared to every other statistic in K-pop. So mm-hmm. you can't say it's waning. You can't say that. Yeah. Are the numbers different? Because BTS isn't exploiting their fans for all their money. Yes. Yeah. The numbers have changed because they're not touring and they're not able to put out as much as they were. So that's going to be a drastic decline because BTS, the biggest group in the world. Duh. Yeah. But that doesn't mean the interest in the genre has changed. I I think in fact it's gone up. in a stadium. Yeah. Exactly. They're doing a giant stadium tour. All these yeah. K-pop, all these K-pop groups sell out immediately. You've got uh, yeah. Sugar just sold out. We couldn't even do Verified Fan or General because nope. he's sold nope. out. Yeah. Stray Kids are getting ready to play a stadium here in LA. Like it's just you can't make comments like that. 
I hate so much when people do that because it's lies. You're not presenting the full story. And to do it under the guise of I'm saving K-pop, get the F out of here. You're not doing it. Like, stop. You're not saving K-pop. You're being greedy. We see through you and a lot of other people Mm -hmm. do too. And I really pray that like the shareholders at SM do. So that fired me up last week when I saw that. I thought, how dare you? Same, how yeah. dare you? Like, you're such a liar. I, I just, it makes me, my blood boil when people lie and they get away with it. So whatever. We're not going to be able to stop a giant merger and all that crap, but yeah. we're going to call it like it is. Lies. Lies, lies, lies. The good news is Hybe's tender mm-hmm. offer did not go well. So the way that this works is like after they've bought shares, you can't buy any more shares, but you can do a tender offer, which means you will buy shares from existing shareholders. So like you're buying back their shares at a high price. So they put out the price um, and they were hoping to get, I think, like 13%. They got less than 1%. Oh, what a shame. So that did not go well. Now it's Keiko's turn and they're offering a higher price than Hybe did. So if they're successful, and we'll know their tender offer ends on March 26th, if they're successful, they would overtake Hype as the largest shareholder. So this is really uh, do or die stakes for the whole thing. SM's Entertainment's top executives expressed support for Keiko's new tender offer. They said in a statement, like the highest ranking executives SM released a statement saying, unlike Hype seeking to take over SM's board of directors through a hostile merger and acquisition, KCOW is the best horizontal and strategic partner for the successful implementation of the SM 3.0 vision as it respects SM's own tradition and identity. Mm-hmm. They're going to leave them alone and let them do their thing. Hybe's yeah. coming in. Hybe already named who they want on the board and is pressuring that for bo- at board meetings. Like they're coming in to take over. They're not coming in to help. They're not coming in for support. They're coming in to take over and destroy it. So yeah. if you believe something different, good for you. <laughs> Genuinely, like there's nothing to say. Like critical thinking goes a long way. This isn't a goodwill effort here by Hybe. And they're not the good guys. They want to be a monopoly. That's what they're going for. And anyone saying anything different, not true. The reason I have a little faith in Cacao is because they have a a large stake in Starship. And Monster X's stuff has been great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This gravity comeback, great. I've great. Yeah, they haven't interfered and ruined what Starship's done at all. So I have a little more faith. Whereas Hybe, you know, when they bought some labels, some groups mm-hmm. disbanded very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Just don't don't trust these guys. Anyways, we could go on forever, but a few of you asked for our opinion on this, and that's the honest opinion. Um, when this all started, it was hard to know up from down. It was hard to know who to believe. Uh, I think Lee Suman's a total sleazebag, if I'm being honest, from what we've read and from what we've heard. He really did his company dirty and all the people that worked for him and all of the artists that trusted him. It's really disappointing because they're the ones that are going to be affected. He's worth so much money. He doesn't care. But his ego and greed, you know, not great. So I'm definitely strongly on team uh, Kekau, however you pronounce it. Whereas the beginning, I wasn't sure. It's just... It's a weird thing. And yeah. who knows, more information could come out. I could be totally wrong and this could change. But as of now, I'm hoping that this tender offer goes well. No, yeah. I mean, 
Charity, when are we wrong? Let's be real. That's, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a disclaimer. Just in case I'm drastically wrong. But I don't think I'm going to be wrong on this one. (laughs) Anyways, so that's what's going on there. Uh, I'm sure some huge announcement will happen right after we record this podcast because that's what happens like every week. And then by the time like our podcast comes out a couple days later, people are like, this is all news. I know it moves quick. We're just trying our best to keep up with this whole thing. But uh, the big... The tender offer for um, Cacao ends on the 26th of March. So we'll know where things stand. All of our listeners in Seoul, maybe some of you are from Hyde. Maybe some of you are from SM. SM, SM shareholders, let's make let's make a smart choice here. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, let's get back <laughs> to some K-pop news. Monster X, our boys that we were just talking about, they're going to be guests on Knowing Brothers. And if you don't know what Knowing Brothers is, it's like one of the most popular shows in Korea. It's a huge, huge variety show. And it's really rare that they bring on a whole group all at once. That almost never happens. It's an honor to get invited. Like, so to bring on a whole group is a massive deal. Um, Congratulations to them. Their episode will air in April, but it's a very, very big deal um, in South Korea. Espa will join a star-studded lineup at the Outside Lands Festival in San Francisco. That's August 11th and 13th. A lot of huge stars like Kendrick Lamar, Lana Del Rey. Everyone's on that bill. So congratulations to those ladies. We're looking forward to that comeback. SM better not screw that one up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another SM artist, Red Velvet. First concert in over three and a half years will finally take place April 1st and 2nd at the KSPO Dome in Seoul, Korea. There will be a live stream as well that fans can pay for. Finally, Red Velvet's getting a concert. Imagine yeah. not performing for three and a half years. Like, they sidelined Red Velvet. Crazy. Yeah. This is exciting. NCT Wavy's Xiao Jun and Tempest Hyungsup will be joining um, Yusung from ATs as the newest MCs for the show, one of the weekly shows. So congratulations to them. It's always fun to see different people try the MC role. And I think that'll be fun to do. And it's exciting for these idols. So shout out to those guys. Extraordinary Heroes have a comeback in April. We're getting new music from them. Mm. That'll be good. Shout out to Felix. He made it into Save the Children's Honors Club for his mm. continuous donations. Felix is the sweetest. Of course, he yeah. was like, stop. Sweetest kid. Congratulations. And thank you for being a good role model. New jeans. are It's official. They're the new global ambassadors for Levi's. That's just too easy. That just makes so yeah. much sense. Yeah. Perfect sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, Jimin is the new ambassador for Tiffany & Co. So he'll be joining Rosé from Blackpink. The boys members, Sungwoo, Q, and New are going to release something as a subunit. Not sure if I mentioned that last week, but look forward to that. Another subunit that I'm very excited about, NCT's Do Young, Jaehyun, and Jungwoo are confirmed to make a unit debut. Oh, you know, fun. they did that like Christmas medley, and it was so beautiful and perfect. I can't wait for this. Yes. Uh, Stray Kids finished filming their comeback music video. It looked like they filmed scenes on the Han River. It was so cool. It looked big budget. We don't have a date for it, but the kids are coming back. Get ready, Stays. You know we're ready. Mm-hmm. Subin from T by T finally met BB Rexa. I don't know if you guys saw the videos. It's the cutest thing. He's so excited. And she was yeah. very kind to him. Again, shout out to Western artists who show respect and love to K pop artists. Um, that was really cool to see. Happy birthday to Suga from BTS. Pisces King uh, celebrating mm-hmm. his birthday. 
Uh, sending love to Youngun from Kepler. Her father passed away this week. Oh. So it's extremely sad. And Ravi admitted to the charges against him for military corruption. Ooh. That's like a career ender. Um, yeah. Can't lie to get out of military service. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's really bad. So that's bad for him. That's bad for the artists on his label. That's just a mess. Uh, very disappointing. And I think... I think that's it for this week. K-pop moves fast. Forgive me if I missed anything. It's that time, Charity. What is your song of the week this week? We had some good stuff. My song of the week, I have to go with On the Street by J-Hope and J. Cole. I'm with you. I'm with you. I love Groovy by Cravity. I'm going to listen to that all the time. But On the Street with J-Hope and J. Cole, it's, it's history. It's like legendary type stuff. It's so, so special. There's no way I could pick another song. And that brings me back to our poll question from the beginning of the night. Which new project mm-hmm. resonates with you the most? It was that one, Cravity, Oh New, or Only One Of. Would you? Would yours definitely be J-Hope and J. Cole? Yeah, for sure. For same, sure. Your same. Same. Yeah. 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 This one just... This was a special one for both of us. Uh, next week, massive week. We've got the Twice comeback on Friday. I'm so interested to see how they're going to do. You know, Miley Cyrus releases her new album Friday. Is Twice going to be a bigger seller? Mm-hmm. I think they could be. Twice is really on top of the world. I love the teasers for this release. I think it's going to be special. Charity, your man Kai is coming back on Monday. I cannot like, wait. Oh my goodness. Massive release in the K-pop world. And like we promised, we're going to give you a full review of Onu's album. There's too much good stuff there. We didn't want to cut it mm-hmm. short because this, this week was too packed. So next week is a massive, huge blockbuster superstar show. Make sure you tune in. New episodes come out every Friday. Uh, we're available everywhere, really. I think we're listed everywhere at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And if you'd like to find us on social media, NYC K-Pop Queens, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you to everyone who has reached out. Thank you to all of our listeners for welcoming us into your lives every week. We know what that is. You know, we're we're listeners of podcasts as well. So we totally get what it is to listen to a podcast every week and connect with it. Uh, So we really, really appreciate all of you. I hope you understand, like, it's a big deal for us that there's people out there who love listening to our thoughts on this and vibe with what we do thank you thank you for being a huge part of our lives we appreciate you we love you and we will be back next week i hope you all have a wonderful weekend we'll talk to you next week love you queendom bye have such a great weekend everyone we love you bye